Hello, this is Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 393 of the Perceptive Photographer podcast. Hope you were having a good, exciting, joyful, playful week, getting to do something fun, creative. Don't forget, if you have not signed up for the Lightroom Virtual Summit, head on up to my website, danieljgregory.com. There on the homepage is a button to register for your free pass of a week of Lightroom training. Amazing classes, amazing content, amazing instructors. I'm so excited to be a part of it. I'm teaching black and white, metadata, and cleaning up your Lightroom catalog. There are dozens of other sessions about amazing topics. So check that out. It's free the week of October 3rd through the 7th. And if you want to access that content and get the cool bonus materials, jump on that early bird special to save 90, no, to save $60. It's $99. Saves you 60 off the regular price. The other day I was listening as you, if you've listened to the podcast very long, you know, I do have a tendency to sort of eavesdrop when I'm out of the grocery store or whatever. So anyway, I overheard somebody say that that looked normal and I don't even know what they were talking about. I couldn't see what they were talking about, but just the phrase that looks normal. And I thought, well, that's kind of an interesting thing to hear. And you know, if I was at my doctor's office and they said that looks normal, that's probably a pretty good thing to hear. But as I got home and started to think about well, what is normal anyway? I mean, I know what the definition of normal is. I'm not always sure I agree with normal being good, but it got me thinking about the nature of normal in photography and really what defines normal as we think about photography. What does it mean to you know, have a normal-looking photograph? Do we even want to make normal looking photographs? Is that even the goal? And is if it is the goal, is it the appropriate goal? And so as I've been sort of pondering this over the past couple of weeks, it really got me sort of wondering about the impact of trying to fit in, trying to make interesting work, trying to make meaningful work, unique work, and hold that against the sense of what's normal. And I think that's one of the challenges a lot of us can face is that we want our photographs to be liked. We want them to be well-received. We want them to be perceived as being a certain quality bar. And we've grown to accept that standard that we have mentally created in our own psychology as what defines a good photograph. And I think for a lot of us, we substitute normal for good. And so things that fall out of that sensibility of what is expected, what makes a good photograph, what makes a good portrait, a good landscape, a well-corrected uh, photograph, a well-processed photograph, things that fall outside that realm have a sense of not being normal. And in many cases, it's that push outside of that expectation of what should be delivered, what is considered our normal way of seeing, and pushing into the actual way of seeing, pushing into the actual thing that matters to us, becomes a different than normal. And that difference is one of the things that I think when we look back at photographs, when we look back at photographers, and we note that, wow, there's just something about those photographs that speaks in an interesting way. I never hear the word normal at that time. I never hear anybody say, oh, 
that's normal. You see that all the time. You know, and even something that's been repeated by a thousand times. You know, if we take some photographer, you know, Annie Leibovitz, who's famous and her portraits, I'm sure, have been mimicked by lots of photographers learning portraiture. Or Ansel Adams' black and white landscapes. I've seen a lot of other landscapes that sort of remind me of Ansel Adams. And so those photographs in some ways seem normal. Like that's a normal way to do a black and white photograph. But when those photographs were originally created by Ansel, that wasn't necessarily the norm at the time. That wasn't the normal way of, of processing photographs. As a matter of fact, a lot of the work that was done by the F-64 West Coast tradition was in response to it being not the normal way of pictorialism to make photographs. And that idea that we're trying to fit our own sensibility into acceptance of the norm. When a lot of us, if we're really honest, we have things that aren't normal about us. We have quirks. We have little oddities. We have things that surface that make us uniquely who we are, uniquely ourselves. And in the creation of photography, I think it's that element. When we bump up against the weirdness that we all have, like I said, the oddity of who I am personality-wise, or my sense of humor, or whatever that is, when we bump up into that, and that is then translated and represented into the photograph, I think we end up with more interesting photographs. And I think that also is where the the notion of normal kind of really struck me in that sense of what defines the normal photograph, what defines the normal photographer. And there's the safe photographer who never pushes the boundary, who makes the pretty picture, who makes sure they follow the paint-by-number formula to create the nice photograph. That probably can win a lot of judged awards for being that really well-done photograph. But if you're not a paint-by-number, that's not your normal way of being. And I think that was the thing for normal that really kind of struck me is, my normal way of being is uniquely my normal way of being. Now, whether or not I choose to let anybody see how odd my normal is, well, that's, that's a conversation for a different day. But in the creation of my photography, in the creation of my work, if I can find a way to be expressive of what is that norm, what is normal? Is it my sense of humor? To me, every time I say something that I think is particularly funny, even if my partner and my friends do not find it particularly funny, but I find it funny. You know, that's a part of who I normally am. That's a part of the things that go through my head every day. That's the expression of the way I think inside my head every day. If I could translate that out, if I could communicate that, that out visually, then yes, creating a normal photograph is the goal. The challenge is, it's not the normal photograph that everybody else is making. It's the normal photograph that is reflective of who I normally am. How is my state of being? And so we have the sense of societal norms, but art and photography, I don't think is necessarily structured to be that is the goal is I want to fit a photograph that does nothing but fit into the expectations of everyone else. Not even to say that that can't happen. 
But even outside of that, to say that, you know, I want this to be non-expressive of anything about my everydayness. And if you are making photographs like that as a statement of, well, they're the anti-normal normal photographs, tongue-in-cheek, sarcasm, satire, statement of social, well, that's probably because that's your normal way of being anyway. And so what is now an irony photograph is because you're an ironic person. If we look at photographs, we can look at a lot of photographs and we can say that, yeah, that kind of meets my expectations for color. That meets my expectations for composition. I think that's something I would have expected somebody who, given that situation, given that position in that camera, to have made that photograph. Is that really the feedback we want? Because that's, that's the basis of normal. Yeah, that's normally what anybody would have photographed when they were out there. I don't know anybody who wants that feedback. I think we want feedback like, wow, that's cool. Oh, I haven't seen that before. What is that? Oh, wow, I've been by that place, and that looks so much cooler than I remember. Something has been done to elevate the expectation of the viewer that what they're looking at is unlike other things they've seen. And as we've discussed many times on this podcast, ultimately that comes down to self-expression. That comes down to seeing something that you recognize that not many other people do recognize. So that what is the classic normal photograph? Sure, that gets made. But your normal photograph, again, is idiosyncratic to the way you are as an individual. It has that sense of satire, that sense of irony, that sense of depression, whatever it is in the moment that you're experiencing, it contains that. It's why when we look at a lot of like Elliot Erwitt's photographs with the dogs and they have that great sense of humor about what the dog is doing and how they're positioned next to the person, we get a sense of the personality type, the humor that Elliot Erwitt sees in the world. And ultimately those photographs become normal. They become normal as Elliot Erwitt's photographs of dogs and people on the streets of New York. But they're anything but normal to all the other dog photographs and all the other people street photographs. But they're normal for Elliot. And so I think that is the sensibility of what ultimately becomes normal is when we're making photographs that seem normal to us. And because they're normal to us, they're unique to everybody else. Because we are all each individually unique. And so when you're out photographing, one of the things I would challenge you to do is are you photographing the things that you think people should normally photograph? Or are you photographing the things that are interesting to you that you would normally be looking at, you would normally be paying attention to, no matter how odd or goofy? Now, if you're a person who's obsessed with little details and you're photographing spilled salt on a table at a restaurant, well, that's you. That's normal for you. And photographing that in a way that really speaks to the coolness of being that person that normally can see the unique beauty inside spilled salt makes for a very interesting photograph. So I challenge you to think about what is your normal? And then are you photographing your normal or are you photographing everybody else's? I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me this week. Don't forget, 
hit my website, danieljgurvey.com, and click on that link to get that passed for that free week, October 3rd through the 7th of Lightroom Training. And other than that, I really don't have anything else for you this week. Good luck with everything, and I'll see you next time.